This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your site for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Monica Castillo. Hello, Andrew. Monica, I think my house might be haunted. Who should I call? Ghostbusters! From the 70s. That is the correct answer. Yeah, because it's the movie we're talking about today! I wish. <laughs> Ghostbusters 3? Ghostbusters 3 The Conjuring. <laughs> yeah. This is episode number 58 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie The Conjuring. If you're new to the show, basically this is the program on Film Geek Radio focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies, and each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a 10-minute long spoiler-free review of the film. That way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers, so if you've seen the film and you would appreciate that kind of conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. This week we're going to be talking about The Conjuring! Monica, why don't you give our listeners a little information about the movie? What exactly is A Conjuring? The Conjuring is directed by James Wan, and it centers on a couple and their five daughters when they move into a house that turns out to be haunted. They hire demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren, played by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farminga, respectively, to help exorcise the spirits from the house. But unfortunately... Things don't go as planned. But what is a conjuring? I don't know English. Hell if I know. I am not a demonologist. According to Google, it is to summon a devil or spirit by a magical or supernatural power, or to influence or affect as if by magic. Oh, so what you're saying is this isn't a conjuring. I am saying this is not an appropriately titled film. Yes, but we'll get to that in a little bit. The Exorcist was taken, so... Here's a clip. Someone behind the door. What? 
Okay, Monica, this is the latest film from director James Wan, who previously directed Saw, which was like his big break. That was his first big hit. A year or two ago, he directed the film Insidious, Mm -hmm. which I actually really liked. So he is no stranger to the horror genre. What did you think of The Conjuring? I liked it. I thought it was fun. I, I found it a little, especially at the beginning with the title, that already got me in the mood thinking that this was almost like old school fun, that it was just going to be creepy and weird, that it wasn't going to deal with a lot of the torture porn that he did before. And by a lot of, I mean, just saw. I had fun with it. The performances are fun. Ron Livingston is the dad, the other family, and their story is also kind of creepy. The Warren story is just, it should be made into its own movie, and I'm kind of glad that it's been made into different little movies. So it also ties into the Amityville horror, uh, and they make a reference to it in the movie. It's just kind of, I just had fun with it, man. I feel like you you didn't get those those vibes your clairvoyance wasn't all all aligned it's not a bad movie i i enjoyed it but not as much as i was hoping to you're right the interesting thing about this film is that it is supposedly based on a true story ed and lorraine warren are real people they are the the ghost hunters the supernatural demonologists that investigated the story that became the amityville horror And this is based on another one of the cases that they investigated. I gotta be honest, Monica, this movie didn't do a whole lot for me. Mm -hmm. It may just be because I really love Insidious. Mm. Uh, Insidious is one of the creepiest movies I've seen in the past few years. And I was hoping that James Wan would once again be able to bring that level of suspense to me in The Conjuring. But... Overall, I just, not only did I not think it was as scary, I didn't think the script was all that great. I think it needed to go through another draft or two. It just seems like there were a lot of threads in this movie that never really come together and never quite connect. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's not nearly as tight as Insidious. I mean, Insidious has a very clear emotional core. There's a kid, the kid's being haunted, the parents want to save their kid. That's it. It's it's simple, and it gets the job Why done. Why isn't the emotional core for The Conjuring convincing enough for you? I don't think there is an emotional core for The Conjuring. No, there is. No, it's it's trying to do too many things. On the one hand, it's about this family being haunted. On the other hand, it's about the Warrens and what they've been through. There's just it's, – it's trying to do too much. There wasn't really a solid through line that I felt like I could connect to. I highly disagree. I think – as Insidious centered on the boy, this one centers on the mothers. So it was, I think that both of their problems connected quite well. Yeah, ultimately they do some stuff with the mother in this movie, but it, it honestly... It's all about the mamas in this movie. Honestly, it just really didn't connect with me. And I think that some of the tension was undermined by the fact that I just really didn't care most of the time what was going on or understand fully why is this family being haunted? Why is this woman being haunted? What's the goal here? What's the purpose? It seemed like in some ways he, James Wan kind of took some of the things that worked for him in Insidious and mm-hmm. used them again, but then in other ways... The, the movie just wasn't as well thought out. Well, I like that 
for the most part, it, it plays against a lot of the conventional timings that we're used to in horror. Like, when it gets really quiet, we're expecting for something to pop out, and sometimes it didn't pop out. So, for, for moments like that, I do give him credit for playing with his audience. Oh, I think in terms of horror filmmakers, James Wan is one of the most talented people out there. And it seems like with each movie, just the look and feel of of his films, it gets more assured the further we go into his filmography. I mean, the cinematography in this movie is gorgeous. Yeah. You've got a lot of cameras just floating around, following people through the house. Mm -hmm. He takes his time. He lets the suspense build and i like that unfortunately there were times in this movie especially in this in the middle where i kind of felt like there wasn't enough happening i mean insidious is a real tight 90 to 100 minute movie that the cinematography is similar very creepy very suspenseful but it, it the story also moves along pretty quickly mm-hmm. and in this film i mean it's it's around two hours long and i think a lot of stuff could have been trimmed possibly it just didn't quite seem as as tight as it could have been. So at times, I was kind of thinking to myself, okay, we get it. I've seen this horror beat before. Let's move on. I guess. I, I also, confession, have not seen Insidious, so I'm missing a lot of the reference points that you keep pointing to. Well, you, you need to go watch Insidious and let me know what you think, because I, I much prefer Insidious to this film. And Insidious Part 2 actually comes out later this year, so maybe we will be reviewing that. Did he direct that? Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah, so you should hurry up and watch Insidious so we can talk about Insidious 2. Making sure it wasn't like Saw 2, Saw 3, which apparently didn't have his input on that. No, no. I'm very curious to see what he does with Insidious 2, and again, I think he's a very talented filmmaker, and there were certain scenes in this movie that I thought were creepy and that did work, but as a whole, it just didn't really flow together, in my opinion. So, I, I, I know the movie's getting a lot of praise. I'm in the minority. I liked it, but I... Contrarian! Contrarian! I didn't hate it. I just didn't love it. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about The Conjuring? No, let's get into spoilers. Okay, I think that'll wrap it up for part one of this episode of Cinema Fix. Don't forget to tune into part two for a much more in-depth look at the film where we will be talking spoilers. We will reveal what is ultimately going on with the spirits in this house and uh, what the plan is, so to speak. And don't forget to tune in next week when we will be discussing The Wolverine. Is that like a nature documentary, Monica? I hope so. I think wolverines are fun, just like a honey badger. They are pretty cuddly. They are. All right. We would love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at filmgeekradio.com. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes. So if you liked this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. Don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio, including The Thin Place, uh, Navigating the Newsroom, Avenging Angels, our Dexter podcast, and my Monica, I believe you have a new podcast that is airing on the network as well. I do. It's with my friend Michelle Buckman, and we are the Nerdy Projectors, talking about everything in geek culture, which is an awful lot. 
Yes, and the first episode of The Nerdy Projectors has aired. You can find it at filmgeekradio.com and on iTunes. Monica, where else can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internets at Twitter and Tumblr under MCASTI Movies. That's M-C-A-S-T-I Movies. They can also find my reviews reposted on the Boston Online Film Critics Association website at bofca.com. You can find some of my writing at filmgeekradio.com and moviemezzanine.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at writerandrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener, and I will follow you back. That'll wrap it up for this episode. I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Monica Castillo. And have fun this weekend. High on Cinema. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!